Girl, damn. Love the hair. Thank you. <laughs> Just have it back by 5 p.m. <laughs> you already know. You already know. <laughs> for coming. Hey girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, well, hello and thanks for coming, America. My name is Seth. What's yours? Hey, it's Jamal. Hi, it's Stoney. Hey, everyone. Did you miss us? We are, of course, back back again to bring you full coverage of episode two of RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars 6. We're getting into it. Episode two was a double premiere. So welcome back to the show, listener. <laughs> yes, girl. Are you feeling sixening yet? Ooh, so sixening. Starting to. <laughs> You're like, I guess my stomach does kind of hurt a little bit. <laughs> you know, Stoney's a slow burn. He's getting there. Yeah, he's not quite there yet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, you guys listened to the podcast yesterday about episode one. You should probably start there before listening to this. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, you heard how our weeks have been going, so we're not going to bore you with those details again. So what do you gals think about just starting this recap? Let's dive in. Let's do it. Start your engines, racers, and may the best woman win. Uh, Honesty. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week, where we are, of course, back, back, back again to bring you full coverage of everything that happened in Episode 2 of All-Stars 6. Oh, my gosh, you guys. Who's got blue balls? Heavy blue balls. I do. (laughs) Ooh, me. (laughs) (laughs) Can we get some trade to help us out with these blue balls? Yes, girl. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I was going to ask you guys who you thought trade was because that was a topic of conversation. All right. Is that this episode? I think it was this episode. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I thought I missed it. Sorry. We're recording two episodes back to back. So you'll have to excuse me. Now I'm thinking about it. So hopefully I don't sound distracted. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So let's go ahead and get this party started. As you know, Serena has cha-cha-cha her way out of the competition. Bye, Serena. I'd say gone too soon, but I will simply say it probably was not your time. Yeah. It's kind of wild, too, because she's only like, I don't even think she's 30 years old yet, and she looks like she's like 40. She's not aging well. Oh, sorry. Is that? Oh, no. I thought her skin looked fine. I liked the little kind of villainous gay haircut and the talking heads. Sorry. I guess you can cut that out. I don't know. I guess I was just feeling a little bit shady. Episode two, I'm feeling spicy. I'm feeling muy caliente. (laughs) No, let's set the tone. We're keeping it. Okay, cool. So after the elimination, the girls uh, investigate the box of votes. Uh, Everyone voted for Serena except for herself. And Trinity K. Bonet is riding high and feeling the sisterhood. Until Yara Sophia shows that she actually had voted for Trinity. (laughs) she's like i had to get rid of the competition yeah well i mean also too like serena cha-cha is like her sister you know you can tell that Uh they have a close uh you know bond because of their heritage or their ethnicity or what's it called where they're from i don't know yeah cultural closeness sorry Um, (laughs) y'all I, yeah, I don't disagree. At the end of the day, this is a game and not everyone. I mean, you're lucky if everyone wants you to stay, but there's everyone's going to have their reasons for keeping someone over the other. Yeah. And also, too, this just reminds us we got to keep our eye out for Jara because she is clearly playing the game. Oh, yeah. Don't get it twisted. Yara is trying to throw you off with the kookiness, but this bitch is here to game. <laughs> yes, girl. Oh, look, we're the next day in the workroom and the girls are trying to figure out who the trade of the season is. <laughs> who do you think is the trade of this all-stars cast? Oh, my gosh. Um, Stoney, do you want to go first? Are you prepared to go? Sure. I think I'm prepared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I don't know. Like, this isn't a very tradey season to me, but I would probably say like a Curia or something. Like, that's probably the I trade could see of the that. season. You know, I'm um I'm not trying to like typecast myself, but um I would probably definitely be all up in Jan's business. 
outside of the workroom. So So what I'm hearing is you're feeling the jantasy. Yeah. So Jan is the trait of the season. She is. (laughs) Not only a state of mind, it's the truth. (laughs) Jan's cute. You know, Jan's cute. I think Scarlet Envy is also another one that is a good trait of the season. Scarlet's got this whole kind of interview with the vampire and then (laughs) <laughs> double new millennium thing going on yeah yeah i could I, see I, it. I think for myself i would also probably choose scarlet um i would also say oh man i think there was another one that i was gonna say <laughs> i do i do know i think uh kylie is trade for sure oh yeah and uh, i don't know i guess that's Kylie's- it Kylie's pretty smoking. Like Kylie's got everyone. Body, adi, adi. <laughs> yeah. Yes, She's girl. like, don't play. Get out the kitchen if it's too hot. <laughs> I know. All right. So why don't you go ahead? Maybe you can tell us your trade on Twitter. Why don't you tweet us and let us know who your trade of the season is? Ooh, yeah. Tweet us at TFC Pod with your favorite gif of your trade from the season. It doesn't have to be a gif from this season, just a gif of them. Yes, girl. Yes, queen. All right. So RuPaul comes into the workroom to let the girls know that this week's Max. This is why we don't record two <laughs> podcasts in a row usually. <laughs> All right, so uh, so RuPaul comes into the workroom to let the girls know that this week's maxi challenge is going to give them blue balls. Categories are blue, beta, work, which is a blue collar working girl look. Uh, next category is blue jean baby, which is an Elton John reference, by the way, from the song yes. Tiny Dancer. <laughs> yes, bitch. I knew it. I knew it. You're not dragging me on this podcast. Just to, you know, pop the corn and feed the children. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> this look is going to be a blue jeans look. And then last but not least, we're having the blue ball bonanza where the girls will have to make a blue look out of unconventional materials. Oh, I love a ball, especially when the queens get to be creative. You know how much I love that listeners. So grab your best plastic and polyester and let's make magic happen. Yes, girl. The girls, they attack the table of materials. Um, you know, it's it's not as cutthroat as it's been in the past, but there's definitely some hoes snatching things. <laughs> <laughs> I like how there's just a, a few people like laying back like Jiggly and um, Eureka. They're like, you know, I'll just take what's left because these bitches are savage. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm For not real. messing up my manicure trying to fight over the vinyl curtain. For real, girl. Like, how, <laughs> like we don't need a collection of like night of a thousand tarp looks. <laughs> and also, I get the vibe anyway. Like, Jiggly does better with less materials. Than yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, just give her like one piece of fabric and just hope for the best. Yes, I see it. Yes, girl. But while the girls are designing their blue looks, Yara Sophia is cutting up and kicking around the workroom, not making an outfit. <laughs> She's taking her sweet time. And, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm good under pressure with a little pinch of procrastination. But there's also the side of me that is terrified inside, depending on the size of the project. And I want to get it done right away. Like it needs to be done asap so i have time to breathe and collect myself before the presentation (laughs) yes girl absolutely all the girls are slaving over their looks you know working really hard i have to say that i am loving this baba duke energy that we are getting from silky nutmeg ganache while she is sewing (laughs) (laughs) i did like that yeah like baba duke she better do girl she was just like kind of like um I don't know. She was just over there, like sewing away. Like she looks like a cousin I know. Um, yeah, <laughs> I can. I connected with this. The hat and <laughs> and the wig. <laughs> the wig. She was busy. Okay, she's working, honey. Yeah, I mean, Baba Duke's a gay pride icon. I'm not like shading Silky at all. Like, absolutely not. Yeah, girl, I'm here for the look. <laughs> uh, so then. The girls, they start to get ready for the ball and they want to like discuss the rules and wonder if like all the decisions are going to be about integrity. 
Oh my gosh. Integrity, a very important word. I, I love that Raja is just this season. Raja's one of those queens for me where their first go around on the season, they were a little rough in the sense that you could connect to them, but they weren't necessarily understood by the viewership and the fans. And they talked about that a little bit. And there's been some growth, of course, like it usually happens with all the queens. And um, I like the call out, like, what does integrity mean to you? Because those are the answers we need before we start talking about how things are going to work. Right. But what I'm not going to do is tell you how I'm going to play the game. That too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can't show you all of our cards up front. Come I mean, on now. It just seems like, I mean, they can say that now, but it's like when it gets down to like the very end, like, what are you really going to do? <laughs> yes, exactly. Because I mean, we all saw how that worked out for Morgan McMichaels when she told her strategy first episode. So, uh-huh. yeah, uh-huh. girl. All right. So let's go ahead and, uh, I guess take a quick little break because really the whole majority of this episode is all about the ball. So we'll go ahead and uh, come back and discuss 40 hundred looks. <laughs> it's all about the Jamal, that was just ridiculous. I tried. <laughs> All right, you guys. In uh, in the quickest break ever, we will be right back. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here are some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember, everyone, you can email us tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week, where we are, of course, back, back, back again and ready to get into the blue ball. First category is blue better work. (laughs) Blue better work, honey. (laughs) That's a fun category. Michelle's even wearing a blue hoodie. It's like with the category, you know? <laughs> she Good was job, Michelle. Mich- Michelle was very dressed down for this occasion. She was like, is this casual Friday? I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, what do you, I, don't know, I guess we have Raja's look first, which is, you know, not the worst, but it does look very costumey. You know, she saved it with the boot. Um, the attention to detail with the boot, it's very like work site, but still chic. It could have been pushed a little more. I agree, but I thought it was a good safe look. Yes, Same. girl. Kylie's looking like, um, what's that thing called? Riveter Annie. Rosie the Riveter. Rosie the Riveter. I was close, sort of. <laughs> Annie, Rosie, they're all the same most of the time. You know, yeah. The sun will come out tomorrow, Rosie. The um, bitches both wear red. That's very true. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I thought this was like a pretty solid look. I mean, nothing too crazy. Um, I think a really solid look was Eureka O'Hara's crossing guard because it wasn't just... it wasn't just the overall or like the, uh, the, <laughs> the crossing jacket. guard jacket. Yeah. The vest. No, this is a, a very good attention to detail, making fun of her size with the smush kid. She's a large queen, but very fabulous queen. I love the sign that says strut and stop. Stop, stop you know, and strut girl. A W P stop. And the yes. whistle, the whistle was a purse, like way to accessorize the whistle Cute. appropriately. Yes, girl. That was a well thought out construction look. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll get to some not so good ones. Um, <laughs> uh, next, we have another really solid look. We have Jan. She looks like she's ready for the races. <laughs> <laughs> I love all of Jan's poses. I saw some people on Twitter was like, why is she walking so awkward? She's trying to showcase the wheels, people. We have to learn how to look at fashion as it comes down the runway, there's a lot to look at. I understand, but hang in there. You will catch it as well. She's serving the moment. 
and I appreciated it. It was very Minnie Mouse does dirt bike to me for some reason. Ooh. Definitely. Like, I'm just, I'm seeing, like, race car pit crew sort of situation. Mm, four-wheel fabulous. Yes, girl. Um, next, we have a look that's okay. We have Jiggly Caliente. Uh, I'm, I'm really not a fan of the trash can lid as her hat. But I do enjoy that she made her, like, little vest into this long, flowy thing. And I thought that was really good. Um, yeah. I thought it was interesting the number of, like, safety vests we got from the queens. Because there's all yeah. kinds of, like, blue-collar yeah. jobs. But for some reason, everybody needed a loud-ass neon situation Orange. going on. <laughs> yeah. And I know. I didn't. I'm not trying to, I'm not hating on Jiggly. This just was not my favorite. I thought that the styling was a little confusing. I got the trash can lid, but then there was no moment where you tried to like portray yourself as Cookie Monster or get into the trash to put the lid on. Mm -hmm. I think that it would have worked if you were maybe in a sexy like garbage woman outfit and you had the trash can going down. Like it would have made more sense to me. Yeah, big time. I agree. Uh, next, we have Silky Nutmeg Ganache, who is delivering the milk. You know, she is silky <laughs> with the good milk. <laughs> I appreciate the red because the classic milk person is wearing white, of course. But the scarlet letter of it all, she's like, I'm going to drop your milk off and then you're going to give me your milk, baby. Yes. <laughs> I thought it was the best look of hers tonight, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, w I would agree. This look is really nice for her, and I like that she had her own branded milk bottles. That was very yes. well thought of. Very smart. Um, so next we have Scarlet Envy. I, I have to say this was not my favorite. You know, this was a safe look. I get the um, what they're trying to do with the circular saws and the wood. I appreciated the look, but it was a safe look to me. Yeah, I liked it, though. I thought it was unique. But yeah, very much like camo on Drag Race is weird. Well, also, too, like this is giving me very much like rosé uh, fringe fantasy. And I was like, no more weird like fringe lining outfits. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. We can't. I, I can't do that to Scarlet. That rosé number was terrible. But I see I what know. you mean by the shape. Yeah. It wasn't the... Scarlet didn't have the thickness of the outlining that no. rosé did. <laughs> no. Uh, next we have Akira Chanel Davenport, who got red for filth for this look. But I actually really enjoyed it. I know. Look at Drag Race, not knowing shit about the categories they assign. We're like, right. oh, let's do blue collar category, but we also don't know anything about actual blue collar jobs. She's a welder, bitch. How about you ask a question before you just like say you don't yeah. get it? Yeah. Like, look out your backyard at the frackers, real. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Yeah, talk to your assistant. I'm sure you have two or three. Yeah, girl. What I will say, though, about this look is I kind of wish that the uh, pipe did come off of her arm at some point. Like, I thought it could have been cute if she had maybe, like, an oil can in the other hand and then, like, squirts it and then the pipe comes off of her arm. They still wouldn't understand. And then they would have told her she was doing too much. So That's true. I don't get the story. I don't. Oh, now you had to explain it to us. So now it's not good right. either. I mean, Michelle wore a zip-up hoodie to judging. So there's that right. as well. Yeah, the, the bar is clearly set low this, <laughs> this one. <right? laughs> All right. So next we have a Pandora box. Does anybody want some Sloppy Joes? I would love some Sloppy Joes from Pandora because what I love about this look is the reveal. It's not chunky and obviously a reveal. It was fitted. It yeah. was still styled. And then we got a sexy number underneath and it was very Pandora. So I appreciated it. Yes. yes. And the look was, and the reveal look was better than the first look. So that is a success. Success. Yes, I love the reveal. Next, we have Yara Sophia, who was pretty criticized for this look. Although I kind of like, I see this as like sort of like butch construction worker realness. I don't know. I didn't think this look was nearly as bad as what they said. I I don't get it. I didn't know if she was trying to be like Donkey Kong's little sister with like the camo <laughs> arms and 
the jiggly tits again. Like we have to know when to press pause on the things that the judges love because they can quickly burn out. And the titties did this. I think this yeah. look would have been more successful if she had on like a cute denim short or something and maybe like a sexier vest, not focusing so much on the boobs and that she had normal arms and maybe like a construction hat or something. It would have read easier. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I can see where there is room for like improvement on this, uh, on this outfit, but I mean, I still could tell that she was like a construction worker. Like I because just, she had on the vest. It was a little yeah. chaotic. I don't know, girl. Agree to disagree. Let us know what you think, listeners. Yeah. This is the person on the site that's, like, probably sitting there handing you a nail and misting their tits. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I said it. Uh, I'm going to leave it at that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So next we have uh, Ginger Minge. It appears as though she is, like, a um, repair person, like a plumber slash roto rooter, but... Really, it turns out that she's just dealing crack. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this was cute. We didn't notice any other plumbers on the runway, and it was a very cute uh, moment with the little butt crack on the back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what do you think of Trinity K. Bonet's? This seems very pedestrian. Like, this is not All-Stars looks. No. And I know that we say all, all the time on the show, it's not about how much money and things that you have, but... What it does come down to is pushing that creativity and making something out of nothing. It's very easy for queens to just go out and have a designer make a look. It takes more talent and skill to come up with something and execute it or, I don't know, explain it to your (laughs) designer, sure. But this was very, like, bland. Yes, there's yeah. small women. There's I've seen plenty of small black crosswalker, crosswalk ladies in my lifetime. But this is drag race. We have to do something else. If you're not going to give us more of a shape, make it more sparkly. Do something else. You know, give more in your performance. This is not landing for me. Like, it looks like you could buy, like, all these clothes from, like, a retail outlet. Yeah, and that's just fine as well, you know. We had the H&M moment, but we have to push ourselves. It's drag race. If you don't put a stone on that bitch, well, you're asking for it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and move on to our next category, Blue Jean Baby. What do you think of Raja O'Hara's Mary J. Blige-inspired outfit? I like this. So um, her and Kylie kind of had similar looks with, like, the pants not exactly the same, but like similar moments. I like both equally. I do like this one just with the hat. It's giving me flavor and it's styled well. Raja came to work. Yes, I love that how she walks down the runway. She always like sells like her looks. So yeah, big time. I think that Raja looked really great here. I'm feeling the fantasy and I'm ready to see more from her. Mm-hmm. I love the cutout in the back too. Yes, girl. Um, next we have someone who has a cutout in the front. Actually, it's Kylie <laughs> Sonique Love, who's wearing bandanas and looking very Christina Aguilera. I just love the amount of body adiati that's being served here. I I stand completely. Yes, yes girl. I, I love the nod to Christina in the early two thousands. Yeah, but I also love that she's incorporating the trans colors and the pride flags. I thought uh-huh. that it was all like very done very well and and it could have been like messy i think there's a potential for it to be but it wasn't like you know kylie knows what she's doing that's right this is styling done appropriately yes girl next we have eureka i don't know if i was feeling this look so much (laughs) i definitely was i was getting um flavorful white auntie that knows all the hip-hop tracks and grew up in the scene um, the high hair, I I was definitely feeling the look. And this was definitely denim. Oh, so you're saying that she's the salt to your pepper? <laughs> I don't know if she'd want to be salt because salt right now, you know, she's found the Lord. She's very... Um, True. She's very not what we know salt and pepper to be. And, you okay. know, that's her business. It's fine. No judgment. But I'm not going to do that to Eureka. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be like conversion therapy. So, no yeah i don't know this look was okay but not i mean it wasn't bad it just like i don't know it just wasn't like anything too special for me 
It was safe for a Eureka look. We can say that because we know what Eureka can do. But at the end of the day, this was styled well. I mean, two out of three ain't bad. Like, <laughs> on this challenge. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And then we have probably the best blue jean baby look. We have Miss Jan. Uh, Jan. I mean, justice for Jan always. Because this quilted denim blue star look perfectly paired with this red hair this was a well thought out look and i thought it was definitely overlooked by the judges big time yeah it definitely was <laughs> next we have jiggly caliente who uh i don't know like she reminds me of someone but i just can't put my finger on it but <laughs> she has like these long flowy jeans on with just a plain white t-shirt and a skateboard and while i do agree that she is wearing blue jeans there isn't a lot of pizzazz to this look. It's very safe. I think it's more a call out to the era. We all came up in the era of like Jinko jeans, skater jeans. Um, what is Jiggly's heritage? Because I think she's Filipino, right? Okay. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Because um, I'm not, I'm not calling out like appropriation or anything like that, but I was getting like the, the style of like the white t-shirt and like the jeans, I was thinking of kind of like Chola vibes, like oh, yeah. Latin, very mm-hmm. like Latinx mommy kind of like I'm stepping out to go skating with the boys. I can be a girly girl and a tomboy. <laughs> yeah, but I I liked it for um, more of the culture reason, not the um, not Mexican or Latinx culture, but more yeah. like skating culture. Mm-hmm. But yeah, some more glitter or something would have helped this. Yeah, definitely, girl. Uh, next, we have Silky Nutmeg Ganache giving us this full Orville Peck fantasy. Hit the next button. This is not enough denim. You didn't I like think, it? No, no. I thought that this would have worked better for a rodeo category. My eyes are more on the red than the actual denim, and this is a denim category. I just didn't care I don't for know. it. I thought it was kind of good. I don't know. <laughs> Why not make the fringe denim? The challenge is denim. You put on a denim bodysuit. And some Party City Fringe with the red hat. She was giving us some pizzazz that we were lacking, though, like with the Jigglies look, you know? Well, why we isn't it blue sparkles. jean, though? I'm I looking at know, this girl. Instagram, and there's, like, the blue jean emoji in the title. So I want more denim. <laughs> no more not denim. You see how crazy the judges get on this show? Well, allow me to be a little crazy. I don't see enough denim here. Yeah. I don't know. And I like the look. So there you go. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, we have another pretty polished look here. Um, we have Scarlet Envy. However, I mean, I feel like, uh, sh- you know, this is giving us like Lady Maga energy. Like she's ready to storm the Capitol. <sighs> oh, my gosh. We were just talking about this. Like, don't I'll speak for myself. Don't get me wrong. I'm proud of where. I'm from. I also have plenty of moments where I'm not so proud of where I'm from. I think a lot of us deal with that with our respective countries and uh, places we live. But for Americans, anyway, the American flag right now is just a little triggering. So it's nothing against Scarlet. I just don't really want to see a lot of that right now. And again, yeah. the challenge is denim, not America. I yeah. mean, yeah, that's the problem. Like, all the MAGAs, like, basically, like, fucking shit all over the flag for, like, four years. So, honestly, like, they've, that kind of, like, reminds me of them. Like, when I see the flag now or, like, if yeah. somebody's just, like, wrapping it around their body and <laughs> totally disrespecting the flag, yeah. you just automatically assume it's a MAGA because they have no, like, code of conduct when it comes to, like, uh, Ooh, using the flag. Code of conduct. Love that <laughs> phrase. Yeah. Um, again, this is nothing against Scarlet. It was a cute look. It's just kind of like jarring for us it's Americans. Too soon. <laughs> it's too soon. Yeah. Too yeah. Soon. Next, though, we have a curious Chanel Davenport, and this was all denim, so I'm sure Jamal will like this outfit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was, and it was flavorful. We can get into the judging later, but everyone's going to have their interpretation on what the denim categories within the denim category means. And we've talked about the inconsistencies of judging across franchises, but I thought that this was a cute look. Yeah. Yeah. Michelle was totally wrong about this. Like she's like, Oh, it doesn't really give me like denim. It's more about going to the club. I'm like, 
like Pandora walks out with like bell bottoms. Bell bottoms is like she, uh, she was like on a country tour. Like bitch, like <laughs> denim can be anything. That could yeah. be a hoedown, you know. We can we can play this game, Michelle, if you want to. Right. I I mean, what do, I do like Pandora's look too. I like the little fascinator mm-hmm. on her head. That's something that I feel is very signature for Pandora. Yeah, and I mean, mm-hmm. I don't get me wrong. I enjoyed it. It was just that I thought like. If you're going to praise Pandora for what she did, how how can you discount what Akira did? Right, it's just two different styles of denim. Yeah, yeah. two different regions. If we're getting real down and dirty, <laughs> I was getting a little bit of like a TLC energy from Akira too. Oh, absolutely. With T-Buzz, the hair, left eye mix. Yep. Yes, girl. Uh, next we have Yara Sophia. Now she's stealing crack. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I actually thought that this look was cute, but the only thing was it was printed material. I think that the queens could get away with not using denim, but you have to portray that kind of blue jean look. So this was just a little, I think the fact that it's a little too light and too shiny light in the fabric weight. Yeah that um did not save her but overall i mean i mean gosh she looks gorgeous you know yeah. i can't wear jeans that low me neither girl <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> not at all um next we have miss ginger minge i guess you would describe this look maybe as a denim jumpsuit Hmm. i thought it was cute though very western i liked the little boot and the hair was um appropriate for the look little taste of cleavage. I like the detail on the back as she walked away too. Yeah. This definitely giving me life size toddler vibes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Are you at your like honey boo boo show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, of course we have Trinity K Bonet giving us some swing in sixties. Um, this looks like an auntie. I know. Um, I thought the bell bottoms were fine. I saw some of the queens, like other Rue girls, say that maybe the bell bottoms were too short. I can see that looking back at it now. But I don't think it takes away from the look. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I guess I would say it's probably like safe, like a safe look. Uh huh. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yes, and now we are into the blue ball bonanza. These are all original looks that the queens made. First up, we have Raja O'Hara, and I'm loving this silhouette. Uh, I know this is this was great. This is chic. I love the shape. I love the little tease with the back and the top of the chest poking out with the exaggerated shoulder pads and long sleeve. This is attention to detail. Yes. Yes. I loved it. It was really good. And she just knows how to like shape her body and how to walk down the runway. I think I already said that, but it was good. Uh, and she's just <laughs> gorgeous anyway. So fun to look at. Yes, girl. Next up, we have Kylie Sonique Love. This is very much giving me like 90s to late 90s, early 2000s energy here with the acid wash. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a pop star um, that we've been standing for a while. And we've seen a few of their sold out shows. I've seen this girl before. Yeah, this is definitely like the free Britney moment, I think. <laughs> <laughs> You know, she did Christina, and now we got Brittany. <laughs> yes, I see it. Yes, girl. Very good look. I like that a lot. Next up, we have Eureka. She's here. You know, fresh Puswacha for everyone, because I was here for this. We have a um, checkered history with Eureka. I like what she's doing. Um, <clears throat> it's easy for the big girls, like she said, to fall into the camp category you have to be funny if you're a big girl and that's absolutely false like anyone of any size can be as sexy or sexier than the next person and i thought it was a cute little number on eureka i liked the hair it was all styled appropriately yeah i liked it too because she like i don't know i feel like a lot of like bigger queens are like afraid to like show off their body and eureka definitely is not Mm -hmm. and i love that she like really made something that was like really nice and looked it looked amazing and i keep saying styled appropriately because it's easy for like regular drag race girls to go on and overthink what they're doing adding Mm -hmm. things to their outfits especially when it's a make it from scratch kind of challenge so it's actually more 
of a challenge to make your garment and then don't bombard it with a bunch of extra stuff. And Eureka is a good example of it being just enough and it did its job. Definitely. I think overall Eureka's outfit is good. The one thing that I will point out is that the panties seem a little bit off because you know they like to uh, complain about this style of panty where it's just like this thin strip on the front and the back however this time they did not say anything about that to eureka no that's true that's a good call out so that's the only thing that i will say about her outfit but like it overall uh next we have jan she's giving us some hunger games (laughs) yes i'm going to the capital for tea bitch and i'm meeting jan (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes and see for someone that uh, was just hot gluing it i thought she did a really great job like this is a pretty solid look this was good like for it to be a grab a bunch of blue shit from the middle of the room and make a garment challenge i thought that she did the challenge and i thought it was really well done very much so uh, next we have someone that also did like a little bit of uh crafts arts and crafts here uh jiggly caliente <laughs> ah jiggly she did not look like she was ready to bake at 350 this time around but you know progress <laughs> uh, the only thing like i feel like she made the same mistake that she made last time and that was just like like pasting a bunch of shit to herself and like streamers and stuff and it was just like damn girl (laughs) like we could have done like something different this time (laughs) right like maybe you could have put like a a blue belt around you and given it more shape taken all the little streamers off and you could have left the little rhinestones on and and you could have had a better look you know it would be simple but it would look more polished oh my gosh yeah use the ribbons as a belt and maybe have like a little hanging down situation going down the bum and then yeah if you really want to use the fringe maybe put some on the one shoulder because it's a kind of asymmetrical moment like yeah put something elsewhere it did feel kind of tacked together and i mean we understand we're not designers you're just doing your best in the moment absolutely next we have silky nutmeg ganache i i'm kind of torn like i don't know if i don't like the outfit or if i do like the outfit i would have liked it more if she left her prop i don't know why we needed a present coming down because i was just confused and then i was and then i was wondering why there was like a poncho over these like pants that were more than enough i think it would have been a better look if she left the poncho off actually yeah. yeah i don't know i think it was good enough to keep her safe but it wasn't my favorite and the giant prop reminded me of sister sister when she carried <laughs> oh, no. that ugly ass thing down the runway <laughs> it was busy yeah girl uh next we have a look that i can definitely say that i really enjoyed and that would be scarlet envy scarlet was slaving over that um sewing machine while she was looking at miss yara kicking in the corner Ooh. And it paid off because look at this. Yeah, I think this is really beautiful. I think that she did not get the credit she deserved from this look, to be honest. Like, it just, it's really pretty and it was put together very well. So, like, I don't know why she was just safe. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Next, we have Akira Davenport. This outfit, I have to say, is not bad, but I don't think that it was like the full effect that she was probably hoping for because we couldn't really see that they were cups. No, it was a very safe look. And you could also tell that she was kind of tiptoeing. We know the Akira energy when she's feeling herself and I'm sure she was just trying not to like damage the garment, but that kind of slight stiffness takes away from the presentation a little bit, but not bad. Yeah, not bad, but just like, you know, kind of a safe look, I would say. Mm-hmm. Say for sure. Yes, girl. Then we have Miss Pandora Box, who is the uh, belle of the ball. She's got so many ribbons. <laughs> Pandora. This is definitely a safe look, in my opinion. I feel like I need a, a breakup of some sort somewhere in the hair, on the outfit, like a different color, maybe a gold moment or something. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I think it was safe, but definitely there was something missing from it, in my opinion. I do think that she was the best at styling the tarp, though, because a lot of the girls use tarps, and I thought this was the best. So, yeah, I I don't Mm -hmm. know. I mean, definitely not like a standout look, but her makeup was looking great, and I liked her wig, too. Mm -hmm. 
Next we have Yara Sofia. <laughs> Here's a queen that did something else with the tarp. Um, Yara definitely like styled her look. I think it was a little busy for sure. I think we could have done without the shoulder um, shawl and embellishments and maybe a little more, just a pinch more, like maybe a stone or two on the tarp just to tie in the top. But if you look at the shape of this, like it was pretty well done for what it was made out of. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was it was a little busy, but it, the overall product I felt like was pretty good considering she didn't even do anything the first day. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I would I would say from the head, the shoulders up that she looked flawless and beautiful. Like I really was into the wig and she always paints her face well. So mm-hmm. very solid work there. But yeah, the, the dress itself was a little bit busy. Mm-hmm. Um, next we have Miss Ginger Minge. Ginger, this is cute. You know, simple kind of raincoat chicness that's happening here. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anything bad about this look. I thought it was safe. I also thought it was pretty good. I mean, this is an example of something that really doesn't look that complicated. Like she just put a belt on it. So like for Jiggly, kind of like Jiggly could have done something like that. Put a belt on it and styled a little bit better. She could yes. have been safe. The attention to detail. Yeah, I guess the only thing that I would say about Ginger's look is that I kind of wish she had bigger hair. But that mm-hmm. would be it. I could see that. Something a little more lifted. Yeah, a little bit more full, you know. Um, next we have, oh man, this is such a great look. Trinity K. Bonet. Yes, this is giving me all the Cinderella vibes. Also the fairy godmother. And yeah, I stole this from my evil stepsisters. I was feeling <laughs> it. It was great. Yeah, I really enjoyed this. Yeah, this was just so beautiful. Like she looked like. I, I mean, just the fact that she made this dress is just so impressive. She looked amazing. Mm-hmm. All right, you all, we made it through the runway. Oh I hope you all, God. who's exhausted? Ooh, that's a lot of I look, am honey. Very tired. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, well, let's keep this party going. Um, let's see. Did we take a break? Oh, yeah, we took a break in this episode. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and continue on. Raja O'Hara wins the challenge, and I'm happy for her. You know, this is well-deserved. I thought that Raja really pulled it out this episode and that it was a deserving win across the board. If you look at all the looks and how they've been performing, well done, Raja. Yes, girl. Uh, Raja, she wins. Congratulations. Jiggly, Caliente, and Yara Sofia are in the bottom two, which I I would, I don't know if I would agree with Yara, but I can kind of, it's not like, the judging's not so off that I can't, that I'm mad about it, you know? Yeah, I could kind of see it for storyline's sake, just because, oh, she was lollygagging and dilly-dallying and, you know, scratching her puss when she should have been working. And she still got a halfway decent look, but she still landed in the bottom. So I think that it could have been the storytelling or maybe they're trying to send a message. I don't know who I would put in her place in the bottom necessarily. Right. That's what makes it hard. It's like, who do you put in the bottom instead Mm -hmm. of her? Um, So then the girls, they're pleading their case to why they should stay. Uh, Yara does not want to plead her case, but then starts crying. It feels kind of manipulative. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm glad you said it because she's a tough bitch and we, we can have hard exteriors and we know when people are like truly breaking down. I wonder if she was crying because she was on the spot and didn't know how to respond or if it was kind of like a defense mechanism just like oh my god save me i deserve to be here yeah it's like well why weren't you like using your time wisely like maybe we should give it to jiggly who is trying yeah right (laughs) i I really like jiggly's wig i thought that was a really neat wig that i haven't really seen that style before Mm -hmm. yeah but um but yeah, so then the other kind of like weird part about this is like in Untucked and then, um, you know, Jiggly and um, 
Ginger have kind of this weird friendship. It doesn't feel like completely authentic for some reason to me. Oh no. So <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I mean, and this is just, this is just how it came off. I don't know these girls. Um, they may be the best friends. They may be really great friends. I just am saying like, it just, the way that it was portrayed on the show and edited, it came off very strange. Like, you know, but, um, but Ginger, I mean, it's like very upset. She's like, Oh, I don't want to send my friends home. But then, um, but then, like, you go in and you, and you voted for your friend to go. Like, say what you mean and mean what you say. Well, that's the point of it all with All-Stars, right? And why they were having the discussion earlier about do relationships come into play? What do we think about that? Because it is a hard decision if you're a professional and maybe one of your good duties is just not up to par in this moment. Like, we all have to receive harsh critiques at some point in our life. I do feel like maybe it could be one of those situations where um, one person feels more attached to the other than the other one does to the other. <laughs> maybe. Is this like when um, when uh, Ginger said that Katya was her best friend? Yes. It's almost, it's exactly <laughs> that. When someone says they're your best friend and you're like, wait a minute, are, are we best friends? I don't know if I signed that contract, girl. <laughs> yeah, I we are. <laughs> but I mean, when that person is in that position and they're kind of like leaning on you, at the end of the day, you have to remember, like your vote is not going to be the end all be all anyway. All right. And that's why it's like, you know, Ginger's in her feelings and that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like her one vote probably did not rock the boat. I guess we'll see next week, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. So then it's time for the lip sync. You know, Raja won. So she is lip syncing. And her assassin this week is Brooklyn Heights. Heyo. I was excited about this. Me too. Who love, Who doesn't love to see Brooklyn? Yes, this was a an okay lip sync. I do. If I had to pick who did better, I would say Raja. I thought that they both did pretty well. Um, I like both of their looks and energy. I would probably pick Raja as well as the overall winner. But right. Brooklyn Slater. I mean, oh yeah, Brooklyn is a lip sync assassin. <laughs> Definitely. It's like, like Raja really got fucked because not only did she get a lip sync assassin, she also has to lip sync against the judge of Canada's drag race. Yes. Like you're going to give me one of the top hoes. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it's like being like, Oh, you have to lip sync against RuPaul this week. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, damn girl. Ouch. You got me gal. (laughs) But uh, yes, so uh, both of these queens were tied. They both win. So that means we have the potential for two people to go home. However, um, both the group and Raja picked the same queen to go home. And that is Jiggly Caliente. Uh, I hate to see it. I really do. But I mean, Jiggly came and showed what she showed. And there's definitely been growth. Like you cannot say that Jiggly has not grown as a queen from their initial season. Yeah. Like it, I, it was so nice to see her just, she was just more glowing, like even just in her confessionals and stuff. Like I was just so happy to see like the person she's become. So definitely. And I, and I felt bad for her too. Cause like an untucked when she was like having her breakdown, mm-hmm. like you could tell just like how bad she wanted to be on the show. Yeah, it's scary because it's like, oh, here's this challenge that I knew was coming and it came so soon. I've been practicing. I'm still not great. It's it cannot be a good feeling, but um, she held her chin high and I'm proud of Jiggly. Yes, girl. It's about how you rebound. And she definitely did. She came back with, a you know, put a good face on, smiled and she did the thing. So. I mean, she's on pose now. Like, what a successful show that just wrapped. Like, Jiggly, you're doing the damn thing, so keep doing it. Yeah. I didn't want to see either one of the queens go, to be honest, but uh, someone has to go home. This is a competition, not RuPaul's Mm. best friend's race. Yeah. Yes, girl. Um, So I guess the uh, only other thing that is maybe worth talking about was in Tucked that uh, Trinity kind of catches attitude with Scarlet a little bit. Oh, yeah. That was totally just a human moment. Just, um, you know, processing, probably about to go home, feeling scared, and you're just reacting. I do like that she cleaned it up later because it's just a human moment. Yeah. I was happy that they sort of, it like was like, 
brushed over really quickly her and Scarlet and even Scarlet was like no like it's totally fine like I'm glad that Scarlet just didn't take it personally and and make the situation worse oh yeah this is a great example listeners if you need examples of what emotional intelligence looks like because a lot of the queens across seasons (laughs) across seasons would take that and run with it. But Scarlet was just like, no, you know, she's feeling her feelings. I'm not going to take it personally. (laughs) And I'm also so happy that Trinity cleaned it up when she did, because it was just like a, Hey girl, it's not your fault. I'm just in my feelings. Yeah. And, and they, they didn't, kept it moving. Well, yeah. And they didn't let it carry on to the next episode. Cause if they hadn't resolved it, you know, that people would have sent so much hate to Trinity online. Oh yeah. Emotional intelligence. Look it up and study it. Listeners. Uh-uh. <laughs> All right, you guys, we made it to the fantasy league. Stony, do you want to let us know how we are all doing after episode two? Two. <laughs> Yeah, so this is another winning week for me. (laughs) Aren't you so glad we let you go first? Yes. (laughs) So aren't you glad we picked all the bad people so you could win? I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So after two full episodes, I am in the lead with sixty points because Raja O'Hara won both the main challenge and also the lip sync. So good job, Raja. Yes. So I have sixty points and you have zero. What about <laughs> what about Jamal? Jamal also has zero points. Thank you. Just wanted to clarify that. I'm here too. You know, I'm still moisturizing <laughs> over here, even though I don't have any points. Although I did lose my dear sweet Jiggly Caliente this week, so Uh oh. You're the first the co- one to lose a team member. The cost oh. of success. Yeah, Jamal and I are playing the long race, girl. <laughs> Remember, listeners, check out our link tree and thanks for coming podcast.com. You can follow along with the rubric every week. Keep your own scores and you can now submit your scores every week. That part is on you. And we will update you all as the weeks go on how you as listeners are doing compared to us. Yes, girl. Thanks for coming for another fun episode. Thanks for coming. You know, we're happy to have you. We had a lot of fun. You got two podcasts out of us this week. So uh, congratulations and you're welcome. (laughs) RuPaul's always going to find a way to make us work just a little bit. We expect it at this point. That's right, girl. All right. Well, we'll be back next week, of course, with just one episode on um, probably Tuesday, which that's our normal release day. So we'll be back to normal scheduling. And uh, until then, bye. Bye. Bye.